We can all make our dreams come true. You just have to believe in it and have the willpower to fight for it. So that's what we're talking about today on this morning's Coffee with Colleen. Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Colleen. I am Colleen. And this is your first time watching. I am a former on-camera meteorologist for the Weather Channel, turned image consultant, coach, and mentor. In 30 days or less, I can teach you how to figure out what to wear that works for your body type, your coloring, your event, your state in life, your style, personality, and the whole shot. So I thanks for joining us this morning. We're talking about dreams and making your dreams come true because it is possible. There is no dream that you can't make happen if you just take the steps and do what needs to be done. So that's the first thing we're going to talk about is those 10 simple steps. And step one is going to be facing your fears. Where are you now in your life? And think back to when you were a child, where you, did you think you would be at this point in your life? And why did you have those dreams? back then. I'm not talking about like white picket dreams. I'm talking about if money were no object and you could do whatever you wanted to do, um, what would you have done? What, what did you want to be when you grew up? Because it's like taking a vacation. You have to have a map and you need a target. If you go out for target practice and you don't have anything to shoot at, you can say you hit the bullseye, but you didn't have anything to shoot at right? So when you take a vacation, you need a map, you need reservations, you need to know where you're going, you need something to guide you. And what's stopping you along the way is often your fears. Now, you can't just ignore fears. Um, you got to really face them and figure out what they are, where they came from, because there's two fears that we're born with, the fear of falling, and the fear of loud noises. And you know, I have a three month or three week old granddaughter. Uh, so you, and she definitely has a fear of loud noises. So you need to know what those fears are. Don't dismiss them, define them, figure out where they came from, make a list of them. And somewhere along the line, you will see that as a child, somebody, oh, it just is in the shot. Okay, well, it's gonna have to be in the shot, otherwise you won't be able to hear me. Somewhere along the line, somebody told you that you couldn't do something or that you weren't good enough or they didn't acknowledge the good things that you did because deep down inside you know what we're looking for we're all looking for love and acknowledgement and to know that we are enough and somewhere someone made you feel like you weren't good enough or you weren't enough so once you look back on that or you made a decision when you were 15 years old or 12 years old or 18 or 20 years old i can't do that well, look at your life now and look at the 15-year-olds you know. Would you get advice from them? So don't take advice from your 15-year-old self. Figure out what those fears were. Define them. Figure out where they came from. And then start thinking about what can you do to impact them. Now, you'll notice the very first uh, comment in this entire show is a link to the book, The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. She devoted one year of her life to saying yes Yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that. And ignoring her fears and just got into the habit of saying yes. And you know what happened that year? That was the year that she started to make it big as a Titan. And now you can't turn on the television without having something on 
that was produced by her. So if you were guaranteed success and you knew you could not fail, what would you do? Write it down. So number two is now that you have a plan of how to overcome your fears, you need the willpower. And I did a whole series on willpower before and, and having lots of energy. And you can find that playlist on YouTube and that's also here on Facebook. But once you define the fears, you need the willpower to overcome them. And willpower comes from glucose in your brain and making decisions. And your brain can only make a certain number of decisions every single solitary day. So the more habits you can have, we'll get to habits in a second, the less of your brain power you'll be using, the more brain power you'll have available for willpower. So look at those fears and realize that you need to make tiny changes in your life. So I had dinner with a pilot last night. He flies a 787 for American Airlines. And we were just talking about some different things. And, and you know, I have my private, private pilot's license and I haven't flown in forever, but I still have my license. So in a case of emergency, I can hop in the, in the cockpit. But, you know, if you leave New York and head to LA and you set your autopilot one degree off, you could end up in Seattle. So minor changes today, tomorrow, next week, you may not notice a change in direction, but minor changes in your life will change your destination where you land. So make those tiny little changes because if you don't change anything that you're doing, you're going to continue to get exactly what you've got. And was it Albert Einstein, you think, that said the definition of insanity is doing the same things and expecting a different result? If you're doing the same thing today, tomorrow, next week that you're doing right now, you're not going to get out of where you are. And how persistent are you? There's that story that always meant a lot to me of a man digging for gold. He dug and he dug and he dug and he dug. And finally, he gave up and walked away and sold the land. And the man he sold it to dug for about three days and hit the biggest vein of gold ever. Don't give up. If it's something you really want, then just keep going for it. I mean, you, if you've known me long enough, you've known the challenges I've faced uh, personally and physically over the past few years, the most recent of which, of course, being rear-ended at 55 miles an hour and uh, breaking two vertebrae in my back and spraining my thoracic and having whiplash and concussion and post-concussive syndrome and uh, pretty much all healed up now, just gradually losing weight. Uh, but I never stopped. There was always something I was doing behind the scenes because my mission in life, I believe, is to help and teach and inspire women. And I want to be your number one resource for what are the things that you need in life. So don't let anything stop you. Number three, admit your mistakes. You know, that ties in with not doing, like we just talked about, not doing the same things over and over again. Are you sitting around waiting for success to happen? It reminds me of the story, you know, I love stories, of the man that was on his, um, in his house and it was flooding and they were given all these flood evacuations. You must evacuate, you know, the area is flooding, you're going to die. And he's like, God will protect me. You know, I prayed to God and God will send me help. And a man came on a boat and said, sir, get in the boat, get in the boat. And he said, um, you know, this flooding, 
you're in a flood zone. Just, you're going to die. And he said, God will protect me. And so the boat went on. And pretty soon, a little while later, another, you know, a bigger boat came by. And it was like, no, get on the boat. You need a Coast Guard. You got to get on with us and, and leave. And he's like, no, God will provide. And, and now the flood's getting worse. So now he's on the second floor of his house. And he looks out and here comes, you know, another boat. And they're like, sir, you've got to leave. No, God will provide. And the water's getting higher and higher. He goes through his attic and chops a hole in the roof and climbs out on the roof and a helicopter comes. and like, get on, get on. And he says, no, God will provide. And he ends up drowning. And he gets to heaven and he says to God, you know, you said you ask and you shall receive. And I asked you to provide for me. He said, for heaven's sakes, I sent you three boats and a helicopter. So where are your lifeboats? Where's your helicopter? And are you ignoring them? You know what? You know what might be your helicopter and your boats? That person in the mirror. Dig down, grab those bootstraps and pull them up, my friend. Make it happen. And then find out those negative influences in your life. And I'm sorry. You know, I've said this <laughs> so many times. And people don't believe me. And then they Google it and they find out it's true. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Blood is thicker than water. That's where that saying comes from. The blood that you share in the arena is thicker than the water of the womb. So you're in the arena, you're shoulder to shoulder, you're battling the lions and the Everybody in the crowd's heckling you. Guess what? Guess who the hecklers are in your life? They're sitting on their butts up in the stands and they're looking down at you in the arena, fighting the good fight and winning against the lions shoulder to shoulder with somebody else. Don't listen to the lazy butts in the stand that are heckling you. You've got that bond that you're, you're spilling blood with the person that you're in the foxhole with. And just change metaphors. So uh, anyway, so you're you're in the arena anyway. So that goes back to the uh, Roosevelt quote. So also you want to look for any mistakes that you have made and forgive yourself, first of all, because you've made mistakes and you're probably beating yourself up more than anybody else is. So forgive yourself, first of all. And then if there's anybody in your life that you've offended, go make amends. Apologize three very powerful words. I am sorry. And then three more powerful words. I forgive you. Adapt those into your life and don't let the clouds continue to hang over your head. Number four, define your life mission. What are your God-given talents? What do you love to do? Your talents and your passions will overlap like a Venn diagram and your life's mission is in the middle. And guess what? You don't just have one life mission. Your life mission will change depending on your state in life and what's going on and the things that are happening for you. So don't think, well, I have to pick one life mission. And if I pick the wrong thing, I'm just, I'm going to be in hot water. No, pick something today and start. And if you think you're supposed to be heading to Los Angeles and you start and you make a couple adjustments along the way, maybe you really were all in all supposed to end up in Seattle. It's like the old, I, you know, this is so trite, but it's true. When God closes a door, he opens a window. And sometimes he opens two or three and he doesn't really care which one you choose. Just pick one and go through it. Do something, right?
So if you were, again, if you were guaranteed success, what would you do? And if God, oops, sorry about that. If God's placed that in your heart, where do you think that came from? You know, if it's something that, that's genuine and helpful and you're using your talents and you're helping other people, is that a bad thing? Make it happen. And believe. Believe first and foremost in yourself. You've got what it takes. You know, some people are really impressed. Ooh, you wrote a book. You know how many idiots have written books? Have you read some bad books? How many of you, have you read a bad book? Seriously, I've read a lot of bad books. Um, so it's not that big a deal. Believe in yourself. Um, and, and nothing you ever learn or nothing you read is going to work until you work it. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. Well, I don't know if you until you try. This is why your dreams aren't coming true. Maybe it's because you're not trying and you just don't believe in yourself. Just start. Just start something. You know how depressing it was for me to sit and not be able to do anything for all those months after my car accident. And I swirled into this depression and I gained all this weight. And you know how hard it is to lose weight once you're over 50. I don't know if you know that or not, but, but it is. Um, and, you know, I modeled for a lot of years. I know how to lose some weight, right? And it doesn't work the same <laughs> when you're over 50. So, you know, hormones change. But anyway, don't start. I mean, don't stop. Don't sit around doing nothing. Start. And then you'll find that your missions will shift. You just have to believe that God will guide your steps, that you will be headed in the right direction. And if you're not, the door will close. And don't keep trying to kick down a closed door because you think it's the one that's supposed to be open. Uh, you know, there's a difference between persistence and just being a fool, right? If you're doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result, what is that called? Uh, then number six, ask for help. You gotta know your own skill set. Why waste time doing things that you're sort of good at? I'm a pretty good graphic designer. I mean, I've done these graphics. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. But there's a lot of people so much better than me on Fiverr that'll do it for $5. And I spent a couple hours doing this. I just wanted the right feel and the touch and the, you know, because I'm a control freak. Uh, so, but I could have outsourced this on Fiverr. You know, you get on Fiverr and it's $5, but then if you want upgrades, it's going to cost you a little bit more type of thing. But you can find some amazing talent on Odesk, Fiverr, onlinejobs.ph that will help you. You know, $400 a month full-time in the Philippines, 400 US dollars converts to enough. It's a really nice income for somebody in the Philippines full time. You're paying somebody $100 a week to work full time for you. And they're thrilled. You know, we just picked up a new uh, intern, Sheila, and things work out with her, which I think they were. I'm going to hire this girl. She's great. So anyway, know your skill set and ask for help for the rest. You know what? Get a housekeeper. It is not your moral obligation to clean toilets kind of worth the money to me. All right. Number seven, emotional intelligence. Just had this course on sale last week, not on sale anymore, but your temperament does not change. The temperament that you're born with does not change. Your intelligence quotient, how well you learn does not change, but you know what can change? What you can learn and what you can grow and improve on every day of your life is emotional maturity, basically. 
emotional intelligence, being aware of your emotions, where they come from, why you're having them, how your moods impact others, being aware of other people's emotions, you know, your self-management, your relationships, uh, your self-awareness. Those all tie in. And I've got a lot of videos on emotional intelligence and uh, seven things that very intelligent, uh, emotionally intelligent people say and that type of thing. So it is the number one indicator of success is emotional intelligence. So develop it for yourself and then teach your children. Number eight, lean in. What does this mean? Live each day with joy, hustle, joie de vivre. And remember always that someday I'll Someday is not a day of the week. It's not a month. It's not the name of a year. It doesn't exist. Define it. Not someday, next week. Not someday, next month. Not someday. When the children go back to school, I will. Drop someday out of your vocabulary. Lean in and start. And do it with joy and integrity. Make it fun. And if you no, where's my pen? Hold on. It fell on the floor. There it is. Um, if you want, you want to get out of a bad mood, put a pen in your mouth for two minutes. So empty the dishwasher. It only takes a minute to empty the dishwasher. <laughs> I used to time it because my children would complain. You realize it takes a minute? Uh, put a pen in your mouth and it forces you to smile and your cheek muscles push up and there's these glands around your eyes that release happy hormones into your bloodstream. So put a, a pen in your mouth for two minutes in the morning and works on your smile muscles too. Uh, but anyway, lean in, do something, do something every day. Just focus, just do it once, just do it today. Try it today. Do everything with a smile on your face and do it with joy and happiness and see how you feel at the end of the day. Number nine, living your life with integrity. Uh, again, a story, you know, a little girl or dad says, you know, come out, come out to the field. I'm, you know, the neighbor and I, we're going to, in the middle of the night, we're going to go and we're going to take some of that leftover grain in the neighbor's field. And um, he brought her along to be the lookout. She goes, Daddy, Daddy, someone's watching. And he goes, where, where, where? And they stopped. And they looked around. They didn't see anybody. And then he went back to work. Daddy, Daddy, somebody's watching. Where, where? He looked around and didn't see anybody. He thought she was crying wolf. She wasn't. The next time she said it, he went, what do you mean somebody's watching? She said, God's watching. So whether you believe in God or not, the universe is watching. God is watching. Your integrity, what you send out in the world comes back to you a hundredfold. And that number one is your loyalty, your beliefs, beliefs, your values, your non-negotiables. Do you fulfill your promises? Do you keep your appointments? Do you say no when you mean no and yes when you mean yes? Uh, and, and avoid people in your life who lack integrity. You know, I'm honest with people, you know, I don't want to see you again. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> Go on and live your own life, but the two of us are not working, you know? Um, so live your life knowing that what you send out comes back a hundredfold and someone is always watching. And be able to look yourself in the mirror. 
Number 10, develop those strong habits. I had a program, it's now uh, in retirement, called uh, Put Your Day on Autopilot. Because the more things you can put on autopilot in your day, the less you'll have to think. And I do a lot of that the night before. I set out what I'm going to wear. I um, Actually, what I set out to wear this morning was wrinkled, so I put this on instead. So <laughs> I didn't iron it last night like I should have. But developing those habits so that at night everything's all planned out for the following day. And then you just get up and do the, I have a list of things that I do in order. And I made a list of the important things in my life. We'll talk about morning habits and morning rituals some other time. But you make that list, you do it, and within a week or two, not even, because you learn to stack those habits, within less than a week you have a new habit. Now you've developed this amazing morning routine. And if you don't have time to fulfill the whole routine, so for example, I didn't have a full hour to work out and then a half hour to sit in the sauna and, and all that. Uh, I got four hours of sleep last night. You know that my granddaughter was in the emergency room because she couldn't breathe and kind of threw the next couple of days off, but she's fine now. But developing those habits so that you get up and just do them. So this morning, in during my workout time, you know, because I do things in order, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I did one of those seven minute works workouts. So I did work out, but I didn't do my full workout. Uh, I didn't sit in the sauna, but uh, that's kind of like a major commitment to sit in the sauna. But there's things that you can do to put on pilot. So again, number one is face your fears. Look at what they are, define them, make a plan to overcome them. Number two is increasing your willpower. If you had something that didn't work in the past and it didn't work, don't quit. Just change the way you're doing things. Make a plan and work your plan. Number three, admit your mistakes. And if you have a negative influence in your life, forgive and forget and move on. Don't let that cloud hang over your head. Number four, define your life's mission. What are your talents? What do you love to do? What do people come and ask you? What questions do people ask you? What's your superpower? If you were guaranteed success and money was no object and there were going to be no obstacles and nobody would heckle you, uh, what would you do? Number five, then believe in yourself. Nothing you read or learn is going to work until you believe in yourself. Believe in what you're called to do and then start. Number six, know your own skill set and ask for help for the rest. Why waste time doing things you're sort of good at? Spend $5 on Fiverr and let time, let them you know, let them do it. That gives you more time with your family. You know, we talked about Shonda Rhimes earlier. She said yes to her daughter every time her toddler asked. And toddlers usually only take, need 15 minutes of your time. Then they're bored of you. They would rather watch Helsa on Frozen than you, you know. So how, but how valuable were those 15 minutes to them? That's quality time for sure. And pay a housekeeper. I'm telling you, it's great. Uh, number seven, develop your emotional intelligence. We'll put the link to that course uh, in the show notes. Number eight, lean in and leave each day with joy, hustle, intensity, happiness, and look for things to be grateful for. Don't forget you're always supposed to do three things you're grateful for at night before you fall asleep. Number nine, live your life with integrity and have those beliefs, values, and non-negotiables and fulfill your promises in life. And number 10, develop strong habits. So hopefully that was helpful for you. If you want the notes for today, send me a comment in Messenger and ask for the dreams notes and we'll send those right out to you. Thanks for joining us and we will see you next time.